What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Shot Callers, presented by 48 Minutes Network. I'm here with my man, Trap Money Benny. What's up, Ben? GLK. Glad to have you back from vacation. Hope all went well. It was great. I'm glad to be back from Detroit, uh, ready to talk some basketball. This season has started out and been electric right away, so we're going to dive right into it. But first, our friends, state champs. I said I always remember the wood crying beneath my feet in a busy street. I never said I was angry, but I think I'm still in misery. But it's what I needed, and it took me by surprise. Sometimes I think I'm bound Alright, so we're recording this on a Sunday night, uh, about 9 o'clock. Uh, we just got the news a few hours ago that Ty Lue got fired. Yes, sir. He's right. gone. Six games in, man. I mean, what are you... Are you shocked? Um, I am a little bit. Uh, I know that we were just discussing the fact that he has a 65% winning percentage. Um, that's a that's a 53-win pace yeah, I mean, over an 82-game season. Yeah. I mean, most teams would, would um, be very happy if you averaged 53, 53 wins... Uh, a year, so I don't know. I don't know what what they're expecting. I mean, you signed Kevin Love, yes, um, but you also got rid of the greatest player in NBA uh, in LeBron. So I don't know what they were expecting. I don't know if they were expecting him to just be able to overcome that. But you kind of put him behind the eight ball. I mean, you trade away. Or you, I mean, the best player in the world leaves, and you know, leaves, and you expect for him to be able to maintain some kind of. Eastern Conference dominance, but it's not going to happen when you lose that guy. Right. Yeah. Do you think that this is just proof that they're giving LeBron all the credit? Oh, I, I 100% agree with that. six games ago, Ty Lue was in the finals. He's playing in the finals. Not only that, played in six them games ago. three straight the, years. For the that third, was his third straight, straight year. year. Yeah, absolutely. And that was just six games ago. Yeah. So he had, he had a six-game leash. Yeah, and that was it, and they pulled a plug. Wow. Uh, I don't... I mean, it's kind of hard to, to... I mean, I just don't understand how yeah. that happens. I mean, that's just... I do think that he was set up for failure. I don't think this team has a real chance to succeed with the way it's set up. No. It's set up to... It's set up all around LeBron. Absolutely. And LeBron's not there, right. so of course. <laughs> and even Kevin Love, I mean, has sat for a game or two, right, this right. year? Yeah. So, like... Even that 0-6 feels like it has somewhat of an asterisk right. next to it. So. Yeah. I mean, and on top of that, too, um, you make Kevin Love your your franchise player um, with LeBron leaving, not understanding the fact that Kevin Love can't do what LeBron does. Right. He was um, a complimentary piece. He was a complimentary piece. He, that's like going all in on J.R. Smith. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if, if you're like, oh yeah, we're going to sign J.R. Smith to the max. Okay, well, J.R. Smith isn't going to be near as effective as LeBron James. You trying to build your team around Kevin Love? Now, granted, Kevin Love, good player, all star player, all star player, twenty four and twelve. I, I I love Kevin Love. He's not LeBron James, right? So for you to sign him to this big deal, do you think he's good enough for a franchise to build around? Um, not anymore. Not anymore. Okay. No. Um, where, where do you do you think he's the second best player on championship team or third? Um, I think he would be third. Third. 
Yeah, I mean, you think about the championship. We've seen teams. him be. A, I mean, we, we just saw him be right. a third. I mean, yeah, I was going to say yeah. So I mean, you had Kyrie, LeBron, and he was the third guy. Um, if you think about championship teams, teams that are in the running right now. So, say you put him on Golden State. Where does he fit? Just hypothetically, we're talking about championship teams. Yeah, I don't. This might be crazy, but I don't think Golden State even needs him. No, right? They don't. It's nuts. So where do you put him on? Like Houston. Houston, I, I like him on Houston. Mm-hmm. He's he's the absolute best version of Ryan Anderson. Right, absolutely, right? but he's but he's not your number one who's right. starting, and he's not your number two who's Paul. Yeah, but I I think he would. I actually do really like him on Houston. Oh, he would help them immensely. Yeah, I, I think he would. He would he would help them tremendously. Right. That would be actually a really good fit for him because he could do what he does. I stretch the floor. I get rebounds. Mm-hmm. I. I and made able to do the things that I'm good at doing. Yeah, and he's not a terrible defender. I mean, Mm-mm. we we talk about this all the time. Um, Kevin loved defending Curry in the final moments of that yeah. finals game. Absolutely. I mean, he had to lock down yeah. Curry, which we'll get to Curry later, but he had to lock him down, and he did. And now, he did. his defense has fallen off a little bit, but yeah. he's still fine still, on defense. Yeah, absolutely. And he's still a good player. And I'm not right. trying to discount what he is or who he is. But if you're trying to build a franchise around Kevin Love, I just don't think he's that guy. Right. So, what happens to Kevin Love? Do you think it's like a, a Blake Griffin scenario where he signs this, this massive deal and they talk about him being a a long-term piece right. and then decide to just blow it up um, I, and ship him off? When you, when you trade your coach six games in, Fire. You, yeah, you've given up. Right. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. So, um, I, I hope for Kevin Love's sake that they, they trade him. Now, with his new deal, I don't think he's able to be traded until, what, January 24th? January 24th, yep. So, um, with his new deal, um, I would hope that they would trade him away and give him an opportunity to be on a on a team that's a contender. Um, I know that we'll talk about this later, but we talked about giving up draft picks and all that stuff. Yeah. If Cavaliers are going to make moves, they're going to need draft picks. Right. So why not put him out there, get some draft picks back. Um, you've got some other expiring contracts on your books. Put those guys out there. Get some. Go into total rebuild. I mean, you're going to have a new coach next year, um, and he's going to want his own pieces. So So do you think the, do you think the Cavs' plan should be to take on bad salary? Um. I wouldn't take on bad salary um, in, in exchange I, for draft picks, kind of yeah, thing. I, yeah, I think you, I think you must have because they're going to need draft picks. Yeah, I mean, I don't, right. you know, keeping a guy like J.R. Smith, keeping a guy like Kevin Love, keeping a guy Tristan. you know Tristan Thompson, that's not going to do you any good. This team is zero six. You, they're <laughs> they're zero six. You just fired your coach, and you're you're a ship without a rudder. Like you, you don't know what you're doing. Right. So. I do think that. I mean, we agree they're not going to be good for, what, two or three years? At, at least. At least, right? right? Like, not even fighting for a playoff for two or three years? Um, yeah. I think you, when you make that move, yeah. when, you, when you decide to ask the coach, you've you've decided that you're in a rebuild. Perfect. So if they're not going to fight for the playoffs in the next two to three years, then I wouldn't really worry about having bad contracts for two or three years. Right. As long as it meant that you're getting young assets, getting draft picks. Right. Really setting yourself up, you know, just 
anything past two or three years mm-hmm. you don't want. Right. But there are teams that have contracts that are bad for the next two or three years that might be willing to mm-hmm. ship over that bad contract plus a draft pick or so because right. they're trying to be a real contender. So yep. um, I think that could be a thing. Yeah, I yeah I agree with that. I think that they could make some moves. Where do you... Where do you want to see Kevin Love go? Do you want to see him stay? Do you want to see him go? No. I, I would, you want to see him go? I would like to see him out of Cleveland. Okay. Um, we've already said that's going to be a dumpster fire. Right. So I would like to see him out of there. Um, I know we talked about on the side, um, Minnesota. I love that. <laughs> I, mean, I, I love the idea of him going back to Minnesota. I think it's so I'm fun. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No doubt. I think that... I would love to see him on a playoffs Wolves team. Mm-hmm. I think the fans would love him. I think that Carl, next to a stretch four, mm. would do excellent. Mm-hmm. Carl shoots 42% from the field. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I think that Minnesota would be a really fun one. Yeah. If they could do some three-team trade. Right. Where they give up love and maybe they get the draft picks from Houston and then Minnesota gets love, right? And like Houston gets Butler or something like that. Now we'd have to wait, like you said, till January twenty fourth, right? So maybe Minnesota doesn't want to wait that long. So maybe they do something quick. Um, so that's an option. But yeah, I don't really know where. I mean, he could go to the Rockets if the Rockets swing and miss on Butler. Dude, I tell you what, that would be that would be an ideal scenario. Like I mean, a, a Marquise Chris and. Uh, and uh, Brandon Knight, Absolutely. and like a first rounder or two. Mm-hmm. And you there put you him go. with the Rockets team that that needs a little bit of outside shooting. Um, you put him with Chris Paul, who's the you know one of our generation's best playmakers. Um, and then you get James Harden, who can create his own shot and do his own thing. So I mean, you put a Kevin Love there, um, and that makes them instantly, instantly better. So. What about the rest of this team? Who else do you see not making it to the end of the year? Um, I, I think Jr. is gone. Okay. Um, Tristan, I think is gone. Um, I think both. I don't know them. if anyone wants Tristan. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, don't I, I really, I really think that that's going to be a struggle to move him. Yeah. I think he's going to have to stay. You think Tristan has to stay? Just, just for the just sake of someone that nobody he's wants an him. immovable object. Yeah, really. Yeah. Could you imagine? You know what? You're so invaluable or unvaluable we that we can't even we can't do anything with you. Yeah, so I just you, don't. I don't think that there's someone with what, what's Tristan making right now. Was it 13 or something? Producer something, Tim, something like that. <laughs> and uh, I just Tim. I don't think that there's anyone Tim's in a in a market Tim. for it. Now I, you know, I hope that Larry Nant. I hope it just doesn't hinder. Larry Nance getting yeah. playing time at all. Yeah. Um, I just think Nance should get as much playing time as possible. I think so. Well, 17470000 Stop that. What? Stop that. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's a, a cuss. That's a, that's that's a, a, Le, that is have, a LeBron-led deal. LeBron that is a cuss. I wish I was LeBron's friend. Five yeah, guys LeBron right made now. that deal. No doubt about it. Their top five salaries are Kevin Love at 24 mil. Okay. George Hill at 19 mil. Tristan Thompson at 17.5. George George Hill's at nineteen mil, but George. next next year only one million of that's guaranteed. Yeah, so Jared essentially Smith's it's at, like a expiring. Okay. Gotcha. Jarrett Smith's at fourteen point seven, and then Jordan Clarkson's at twelve point five. 
I'm cool with keeping Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, I like Jordan Clarkson. Um, yeah, Tristan Thompson really is. I mean, immovable. He's he, immovable. Yeah. There's there's no market for that. He yeah, because and nobody's going to want that contract. There's no one that has the cap space for it. That's like, yeah, we're one Tristan Thompson away, <laughs> right? And there's no one that's one Tristan Thompson away. So I mean, that's all. I, that's all we need is Tristan Thompson, and we'd be that's over it, the hump. Man. That's it. And then we could really contend with the Warriors. <laughs> We just had Tristan, Tristan seven, Thompson. We just seventeen Tristan, mil. We just had this extra seventeen mil laying around. Oh my god! Light that money on fire. Yeah, you, that's it. Yeah, put it in the dumpster next to all the other fire you started this weekend. Kyle Korver. Ooh, got it. He's gone. So seven and a half mil. Seven but, and a half mil. But I would love to see him end up honestly with the Lakers. Really, I would because I think that his shooting uh, would help them immensely. I will, yeah, I, I guess I just worry that he would take away from Josh Hart. Is Josh Hart the future? Oh, I agree with that. But I, but I also think there's there's an opportunity if you're, um, I don't know. It, I mean, it just it, feels crowded with Josh yeah. Hart, uh, KCP, right? Maybe Lance in right. there. You know what I mean? And plus, too, I mean, you're you're also building for the future. So yeah. I mean. I don't know. I mean, I liked Kyle. I mean, I like Kyle Korver going there, but you know, it's going to be a, he would play a smaller role. I'll tell you where I think he should go. OKC. Mm. They are horrible at shooting. Yeah, they are. Which I don't know if I don't. Maybe they don't know, but shooting is like really, half the game. Really important. <laughs> like almost by definition, but shooting, like it's scoring, very, it's very important. Scoring is like actually <laughs> half of the game of basketball. Which is crazy. You gotta score. That they're bad at half of the game. So, I mean, it's, it's just bad. Like, <laughs> Russ, Russ went 0 for 9 the other night. Like, right. in, I think in the fourth quarter or something. It was just like... Paul George was like 7 for 24. Yeah, he's playoff P is what he is. That's playoff P. So, I just... I don't... Man, that team. Yeah. Yeah. Or Philly. Or Philly. Philly. That picture... We'll get hey producer Tim post this picture. Please post this picture. Post this picture on our Twitter, please. There is a picture of of Ben Simmons standing at the three point line by himself, dude. There's not anyone even looking at this guy. No, they're not respecting him at all. He's not gonna shoot a three. No, he's not gonna. I I I told you when I when we saw that picture, it's when we used to play backyard basketball Mm -hmm. and we would call self check. So when we called self-check, we wouldn't even guard the guy out there because we knew he couldn't score. It's like everybody in the NBA is like, oh, he's self-checked. You don't even got to worry about him. But but they <laughs> would at there. least attempt one. They would. They would at least attempt one, for he, sure. He's but. purposely not attempting it. And, like, almost in a statement, I feel like, at this point. And, like, he's... So if you watch, like, at the end of quarters, he'll have the ball. He'll either pass it with, mm-hmm. like, two seconds left. Or he'll wait till the buzzer hits and then shoot and then shoot it. Yeah. I don't think he wants a three point attempt on his stat sheet this year. And I'm being I'm being one hundred percent serious when I say that. That's I know it sounds crazy, goofy man. and crazy. I legitimately think he doesn't want to shoot. I, I I would tend to agree with that, man. I mean, he's he has not done anything to show you that. Oh yeah, I want to shoot jump shots, which I'm okay with. Now I think you have to attempt some just for people to respect it. Yeah, but. I'm okay with him knowing his game. Yeah. I'm a slasher. I'm a driver. I'm a disher. I I get to the rim. I'm okay with that. But if you don't develop any kind of three-point shot, 
Dude, like, that, that or picture, jump shot. That like, picture shows how. Sh- I mean, everyone goes to the other side of the court. Absolutely. And so it's like this guy's gonna this guy's gonna pull up to the basket and we'll stop him there. Yep. Or we're gonna defend everyone else. And, yeah. and granted, I think Ben Simmons is an excellent excellent player. Absolutely. And I would say that on a short list, he's probably one of my top three players in the league right now. Mm-hmm. It is just frustrating. Yeah, it is. So uh, yeah, I. Just uh, I just watched mm-hmm. Philadelphia the other night. Oh yeah! I went to the Detroit Philly game. Uh, as you know, I'm a huge Pistons fan. I went. Um, I was I was in Detroit visiting some friends and family, and uh, was really excited to see Ben Simmons. Mm. Didn't play. Did not play. Injured. I was I was I was upset for you. Dude. We talked about it. Yeah, Dude, we did. it was rough. So, uh, however. However, it was it, did. it was the Blake Griffin oh. 50 show. Oh, beautiful game. Must see TV yes, it was. 23 <laughs> Blake Griffin. So, I get there. I got I got pretty good seats. Man, you got treat yourself. Really, you got really good seats. Cuz treat yourself, right? Absolutely. You how many times do you get back to the D? Once twice a year. You know what I mean? You got, got to, to get got to. you've got to get great to tickets. To see Philly too? To see Philly. Right. I wasn't, you get Embiid. I wasn't pulling up and watching the Miami Heat. No. Right? Not at all. I was seeing Philly. So, I get good seats. I get there about an hour early, watching some shoot-around. I realized, included in my tickets, free food and drinks. And I go, dang. I said, where do I get, Where do I, is there like a bar around here? I have access to like this lounge. Okay. Is there a bar around here? Yeah. Alcohol is included too. Oh. I said, stop that. Stop. <laughs> Do not look at me in the face and lie. Alcohol was free. Oh, my gosh. Man. Game was perfect. Yes. Blake He's, drops 50. You're eating all you want. Overtime. You're, you're, yeah. Game winner. Oh. One second left. He put in work. JJ Red. So, this game could have gone really bad. Uh, the Pistons were up. No. Yeah, the Pistons were up by two mm-hmm. with six seconds left. J.J. Redick hits a three and one. And one, absolutely. With six seconds left in overtime. That would have been, I mean, that would have been the Sports Center top ten play. Absolutely. You know I mean? That would have been it. That would have been the, the talk of the night. J.J. Redick still got it. Blake, inbounds pass, the fake handoff. Oh, that was, yeah. Takes it in and one, hits the free throw. LeBron, take notes. Hits the free throw. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, the Pistons... Now they just lost to the Celtics. They, they play the Celtics back to back. Yeah, I don't like that. That's bad. I, I don't like when when the NBA does that. They do that. They do that. I don't like when you have to go home and home or home and away or like I don't. It's a it's a home and away. Yeah. But like I don't want to play the same team twice. No, not at all. That's just a bad time. Yeah. But I feel like the Pistons are back a little bit. I feel like they're going to be a solid seven seed. Mm-hmm. Maybe fight for the six seed. Yeah. But I feel like they could win a playoff game. Oh yeah, or two, and yeah. that's like, and that's good enough yeah. for me. Um, I'm sitting here, and I feel good that like I know we're not just gonna like get in and get swept. Well, I mean, we could very well could. Yeah, but I do feel like we could win a playoff. Well, game. Well, I think fun. most playoff teams that are have success have at least two stars. Yes, and Detroit definitely has two stars. All right, with, so with Griffin and Drummond. I mean, Absolutely. Drummond is, uh, I know we read that before, Drummond doesn't get near enough credit, um, but he's a star. 
So I think him and Embiid going at it. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's uh that's that's must see TV, no doubt about it. I don't know if we even realized how much we needed Embiid versus Drummond. Yes, but I think I think we need it to stay. Absolutely, and they're both twenty four and twenty five. Yeah, they're young guys. They're gonna. It's another. We got another at least eight years. Right for sure. That'll be fun. Is this Shaq Akeem of this era, dude? It. I don't. I don't know if the players are. You know, I mean, they're not top five all time at their positions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, of this era, as far as like fun, yeah, fun stuff. I mean, and social media, you know, just takes it to the tenth right, degree. Yeah, makes for it that everything. Much more. I will say, Embiid interacted with fans almost every play. Really, almost every single play he interacted with fans. Wow, he stuck his tongue out every single play. He would score, stick his tongue out. He would chirp at the fans every play. It was awesome. So. um it was just really cool to see. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I will say, I looked up some Blake Griffin stuff. Okay, ready for okay, this? gotcha. Uh, Blake Griffin. Last time his usage percentage was 29% or higher. Mm-hmm. He was top three in MVP voting. Hmm. This year he's at a 30% usage. Well... I'm just, like... I mean, shoot. he's playing at an MVP level. I mean, that's... He is. I'm not saying he's going to be an MVP. I'm not saying he's a top three player. But I'm saying that when he's shown that when he gets to be high usage, yeah, he could be really good. Absolutely. Um, he's also just turning the ball over a lot less. He's getting the free throw line a lot more. Yeah. Um, well, I read some things on after that game where he talked about not being injured this summer, and I think that people don't realize how difficult the grind of the NBA is. A lot of those guys don't get the opportunity to even work out in the summer just for the sheer fact that they're trying to recover from all the injuries previously. So I think that with him having the opportunity to work out and to do, um, you know, his thing and get, and get himself mentally prepared for the season, it, it pays dividends, man. I, I I think that he is going to be uh, he'll be top top six or seven in the MVP voting. Yeah, because I think that they're going to be a lot better team, um, and I think that he's going to be a big part of that. Yeah, I agree. I also didn't realize he's LeBron's size, but he's two inches taller. Yes, LeBron's six eight two fifty. He's six ten two fifty. Yeah, watching him just dribble like. He, him being able to dribble that well yeah. and pass that well for a big man is is really cool to see. Absolutely. Um, he's also just not... He, I mean, he used to be a mid-range guy. He used to live in the mid-range, live mm-hmm. in the long twos in the post. He's just not doing that anymore. Yeah. He, he used to shoot, like, when I say long twos, I mean 16 feet or more. Right. For his career, he shot 25% of his shots in that long two area. Yeah. This year, 3% of his shots. Oh, Wow. I mean, he's just not doing it anymore. No, he's not. He's real. He's realizing I could take a couple steps back. Yep. Shoot a three, or I'm just gonna go get to the within three feet. Yep. And he's good at that. And Drummond is awesome to pull the big man away. Mm-hmm. So it's it's fun. Yeah. I feel I feel optimistic. Oh, you should. So I'm excited for it. Absolutely. I'm excited. One thing we haven't talked about What's since that? I got back: the Jimmy Butler. <laughs> um, man, that, when that came across, man, like I was just, I, I, 
Jimmy Butler. I, I no. Let me preface this before I before I say anything. Let me. I don't want any Twitter trolls or anybody saying anything. Right. Um. I like Jimmy Butler. I really do. Great player. Great defender. Great scorer. Great. Great team leader. I don't care what you say about the arguments and the fights with those guys. Those young guys sometimes need that stuff. They need to be pushed. I, f- I feel a butt coming. However. However. <laughs> four first rounders for Jimmy Butler is insane. For one year. For one year. And you may not even be able to resign him. Do you think that there would be like an a... Kind of like a gentleman's agreement, an, an understanding of like, hey, we're going to trade for you. We're going to get you out of that bad situation, get you into a situation you like. We'll do that if you're willing to resign with us next year. Uh, it would have to be. Do you think they have that conversation yeah, first? Have right? To be. Like, yeah. Um, either that, or they'd have to. He'd have to sign a contract before the trade went through. I don't have, think they'll, they'll do. I don't think they'll do a signing trade. But I think it'd have to be like it a, has to be something like a wink, wink, like right. You're gonna. I'm gonna save you from Minnesota, right? But but you got to sign this contract. You're with us now, right? I think yeah, because there's no way there's no way that they would give up four of those picks and not know that he's going to sign next year. Daryl Morey is like certified crazy. Uh, I agree. He he's come out and just straight up said I'm obsessed with beating the Warriors. Yeah. And I think that that Chris Paul contract was was proof that he's but obsessed that, yeah. and crazy. And if you're crazy enough to pay Chris Paul what 44 million when he's 37 or something. Yeah. Whatever that number is, like if you're willing to do that and be that crazy, you might be crazy enough to do the one year gamble. Yeah. We see it in if baseball. You're, I mean, if you're trying to, I mean, if you're trying to win it all, and you feel like that is your one shot, your one opportunity, then yeah, I mean, you're crazy enough to make make the gamble to say, okay, we're going all in. I mean, yeah, and that would definitely be all in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no doubt about it. Jimmy Butler goes to the Rockets. Who wins the Western Conference? Hmm. I still have the Warriors. I still have the Warriors. Give, I, like, when I look at Harden, Paul, and Butler against Curry, Durant, and Clay, yeah. I'm get, I'll take the Warriors. Uh, and, like, you made a good point. Until they can prove otherwise, yes. I mean, <laughs> they, are, they are still the champs. I mean, they are still, they are still the team to beat. I mean, it's, it's tough to beat them. And I don't, I don't know if Jimmy Butler makes that difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I like Jimmy Butler, um, was, but I'm not sure if he makes that difference. Do you think he fits there? Do you think that he fits in a te- in a team that's just like we're just gonna be around the perimeter? Because Jimmy's a lot of ISOs. Yeah, he's a lot of ISOs, um, and I don't know if he can handle going from 20 shots to 10. Yeah. I mean, because. He's not gonna get. He's not gonna get those shots if he goes to Houston. Right. I mean, because in Minnesota he gets his opportunity, um, but he is not gonna get. He is not gonna get those shots in Houston. Those are those are Harden shots. Those are Chris Paul shots. He's not gonna. Yeah. Mellow. Me- 
<laughs> give me my mellow shots. Yeah, give me my mellow shots. Have you have you seen Mellow? He started the other night. He yeah, looked, he looked fine. Yeah, he. I mean, he doesn't look he doesn't look bad. I mean, he's. I think I think he's playing his role. Yeah. So I mean, that, uh, big ups to Mellow. He is playing his role. He's doing what he's doing what he needs to do in order to fit in with Houston. So yeah, he's another guy that's like that's shot more threes. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not maybe not like actual like. Attempts, but like as a percentage of the shots he's taking, mm-hmm. he's taking more threes. I think he's more cognizant, cognizant. of it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't think it's like terrible. I don't no. think he's like ruining the team. No, not at all. Anything like that. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's been good. Yeah, he's done a good job. I, I mean, he's done what he's needed to do in order to fit in with that team. Talking about the Warriors. Curry drops 51 mm-hmm. in three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> for I feel like for a moment last year, I thought, not that Curry was just like on like the downfall or whatever, right? but like that he had definitely peaked in 2016. Because I felt like 2016 is like one of the best years I've ever seen anyone have. Right. I mean, at least in my... I'm 26, so like in my lifetime for sure, it's one of the best careers I've ever seen anyone have right. in sports. But this year, I mean, his start in, in a smaller sample size of six games is better than 2016. Yeah. I mean, he's been he's been on fire. It's crazy. I mean, it's it's um to watch him play is just it's amazing the thing, and it and it's not even. It's the shot make ability that he has. Like, like the one time he came dribbling, and he pulled up from like thirty four, <laughs> and it's cash money. Like in basketball, and I mean we've all watched basketball. Ninety nine percent of the people that you guard, you don't have to pick them up until they cross over half court. Steph Curry, not one of those guys. As soon as he steps across half court, like. You got to make him drive by you. Like you can't be like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna give him space." No, right. you you can't. Like he's got that ability where it's like, if you don't guard me from forty feet out, I will shoot it. I will make it. That's crazy. Do you I think mean, that him practicing with Clay and Kevin and oh, all those yeah, guys? Yeah. And I mean, honestly, Steve Kerr, buddy. Do you think that him practicing with those guys like yeah. has just helped him grow over the last, you know? Whatever five years well, today, uh, yeah. today is the nine-year anniversary of his first game. I think. Wow! There it is. Cheers! Nice. Cheers to nine years, man! Hey, cheers to nine years! Um, oh, absolutely! Uh, those guys are competitive. Yeah. So when you're going against competitors, I mean, it's it, it's it's they. I'm sure they have shooting competitions. I'm sure they have horse games. I'm sure they have all kinds of things that they do in practice that makes them compete at everything they do. I mean, that's kind of what it is. I mean, Steve Kerr, one of the more clutch shooters that we've had in our league. And then, of course, you have Durant, who number two player in the world. Clay Thompson. Probably top ten all time. Oh, no question. Right. No question. O- offensively, like, yeah. top ten. He's, right? he's like, he, Durant is physically unstoppable. Yeah. You cannot stop him. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. I don't care what you say. You cannot stop Kevin Durant. What, what do you think? Top 
what did what did Bill Simmons said he was like top three forward of all time, right? LeBron, Bird, Durant. Right. Uh, <laughs> like, I mean, that's got to elevate just the level. I mean, think. I mean, think about it. Offensively, there's not a single person that can stop him. Um, Anthony Davis. Um. I think to maybe to an extent, but I, don't, I think he could contain yeah. him, not stop him. Okay, that's fair. You know what I mean? But I think For Davis sure. would do the same. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think there's any stopping Anthony Davis no. if he truly wants to do what he wants to do. No. Um, but he's just physically gifted. I right. mean, he's able to do things that, that most seven-footers shouldn't be able to do. I mean, to have the stroke from outside, be able to drive uh, post-game... Mid-range game, you've never seen a guy that long and that athletic be able to do the things he does. So, what do you think of the billboard? <laughs> I thought that I thought that the phrase was corny. Yeah, uh, and I didn't respect it. I, I didn't, yeah, <laughs> but I would agree. I like I liked that the fact that uh, New York Knicks fans are all in. Yeah. Uh, you got you got to try, man. I mean, for sure. If, if you are New York, shoot your shot. You got to shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. Yeah, you know I mean, you shoot, miss, shoot, you miss shoot, 100% shoot, of the shots you don't take. Michael Wayne, Scott, Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you got to shoot your shot, man. I mean, if I'm the Knicks, like it, it's all in, man. I mean, you've got to, you've got to go after, you got to go after Durant. Um. Their injuries this year are really going to hurt them, I feel like, in free agency. Yeah. Just, I, I wish that we were able to showcase Porzingis and Knox mm-hmm. all season and, like, you could get to the end of the season and be like, wow, that was really cool. And you add Durant to that. Awesome. Absolutely. I'll, I'll go ahead and join that. But now you're like, uh, I don't, Frank, right. you got I'm, Frankie, uh, who, Tim Hardaway, and Cantor. Cancer. Robinson. Cancer yeah. didn't even start the other night. No. What? I don't know what's going what? on. What? And that's after I picked him up in fantasy. That is disrespectful. <laughs> that's disrespectful. You picked him up in fantasy. You didn't start. I, I'm 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 really upset about it. He I really was. He should be because he was on he was on fire. Yeah. I mean he was. I mean I think he led them in scoring. And, and what makes me even more upset. I traded all my good players to you in fantasy so I could just do the whole process in our dynasty league. I'm rooting for you, Ben. I'm rooting for you because I feel like I'm winning, too. I know. Damn. We're trying to get dubs. Is that like the Tyra Banks? I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. You let us down. We all shot, Hey, the shot, call, shot callers team is trying to put it all together. You know what I mean? Enos Cancer, get, get in the game. Get in Please. the game. Please. I'm rooting for you. You're a good Twitter follow, too. So. He is a good Twitter Dang. follow. That man loves New York. He does. He absolutely does. He does. He does. Good on him. Um, all right. So, one week in. Mm-hmm. I'd like to talk about some of the stuff that I was right about. And then we can talk about some stuff I was wrong about. <laughs> okay. uh, I love De'Aaron Fox. I was really high on De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, and I, I I'm loving that Kings team, and I don't I know we talked to my man Richard, um, and we were and shout he was out. shout out to Richard, um, but he was 
he was like, I feel like I'm saying everything negative about the Kings, but we all were that way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we all were like, oh man, the Kings, you know, they didn't, they don't, they didn't answer their roster. It's it's not good. And I mean, these young guys have came out and have played fast, athletic. They're, they're scoring points. Now they ain't stopping anybody, but they're yeah. sco- but they're scoring points. Um, the Elisa has been. Awesome. Yep. That's a great addition. Kali Stein has played Kali well. Kali Stein's been great. Put Fox has played well. Guys, don't don't get too excited though. The goal is still to move Kali Stein, right? Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, no doubt about it. Okay. It, that's still the goal. All right. Um I think ultimately, but I mean, shoot, he's making it easy to move him because he's playing really well. Yeah. Um Harry Giles, though. Giles has got to be your guy, though. He he hasn't been showcased as much as he should be. Right. And I know that I know that they had talked about that. Kings Kings people have talked about we need to either showcase Kali Stein less and put play Giles more or move Kali Stein so that Giles can play. Um, but he is your future. So I mean that's you, at some point they're gonna have to move have to move Kali Stein. But yeah. man, they've been really fun and athletic, and it's been—they've been a lot of fun to watch. And that's without Bogey. Yes, he'll, he'll be coming yeah, back. He's coming back. Uh, I think early November. Early November is what they said. I know. Picked him up at fancy. Sat him on. Sat him on my bench. Heck yeah. What's up, Bogey? <laughs> no doubt. Other fun or uh, other other stuff that I was. Uh, let's let's do something I was wrong about. I had. Billy Donovan as my coach of the year. Holla. I'm six games in, and I'm going to just go ahead and, and fold. I'm going to concede. Well, oh, you're throwing your cards in our Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> for that reason, I'm out. Uh, it's a no for me, dog. That's a no, that's a no <laughs> for me, dog. That's a no for me, dog. I was so wrong. I was so wrong. Yeah. Uh, what I don't know. Better, what it... Here it is. Is there a higher chance that Billy Donovan wins coach of the year or gets fired? Fired. Fired. Yeah, absolutely. I I just don't see. <laughs> I, I, but I don't. I don't know. I think that. Uh, yeah, I think that. Uh, there's there's just, been plenty just called of, producer uh, Tim to grab me. I'm not your fucking bobble. <laughs> to grab me a beer. <laughs> In case anyone's wondering what the background is, right? Um, <laughs> but I think this that, is Seinfeld. <laughs> but I, I think that. Um, I don't understand why they're they're not winning games. Like Roberson's hurt, they can't shoot. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. Think, like. I guess when I look at the other teams, I'm like, is Jeremy Grant like really good? At, you know what I mean? Like, is he right. actually really good? Yeah. Right. Right. Schroeder, that's put that on my list of stuff I was wrong about. Yeah. Dude, I was all in on OKC, and I feel like a yeah. cat with nine asses right now. <laughs> like an idiot. Schroeder could not have looked uh, any less competent yeah, in his minutes. His minutes have been have been not productive. Yeah. <laughs> to say the least. I was wrong. <sighs> to say the least. What about you? Anything you were, anything you were just spot on? Or dead um, wrong? I, I, you know, I picked Houston to win the West. Wow, I mean, that was that was my. How you feeling about it? I, I'm not feeling good. <laughs> I'm feeling not feeling good at all. Right. <laughs> um, 
you know, I had them I had them having a better record than the Warriors. Wow. So I mean, I had them coming out of the one seed. Not gonna happen. Not gonna be able to do it. Not not gonna be able to do it. Not gonna do it. Uh, I had uh, I had Drummond as my defensive player of the year. This is the year he'll give full effort. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's just not. So it's fine. It's just not that. So. Oh my uh, gosh. Tyree Tyreek Evans. Tyreek Evans. You had him as your sixth man. He can't even show up to practice. Uh, yeah, he hasn't been showing up to practice, nor has he been playing. That's good. I think he played tonight. That's good. That's what, so, you, I mean, that's what you want out of your big free agents. Yeah. You know. A guy that doesn't show up to practice. That's right. Yeah. And doesn't play. He's missed, I think, two games out of the six. So we talked about the Kings. I feel like we should talk about the Suns as a yes. fun, bad team. I've had, a lot of, I've had a lot of fun. Yeah, DeAndre Hayden is really good. He's really good. He's, I was wrong on this one, too. Yeah. I think, Yeah, I think at this point, if you're still listening to the pod, I've just been wrong about something. <laughs> just basically... You want to apologize? Ignore, ignore any take. Uh, I don't have a basketball card anymore, so... Um. <laughs> yeah, but, he's, he's been, like, he's, incredible. Yeah, he's been very, very good. Um, between him um, and, and Booker, um, Trevor Reza... I mean, they, they've been a fun team to watch. They have. And Aiden's, Aiden is scoring a point and a half per possession. Yeah. And that is good for fifth in the NBA. Yeah. As a rookie. I mean, he's, Crazy. he's playing well. Crazy. I got that one from Grant F. Seth. Yes. Shout, Shout out, out Grant. I think he's at the Pacers game now, if I read his Twitter correctly. He Shout follow, out he, to you. He, like, writes for every team. So he does. Just he, follow him. He'll, I'm sure he writes for your team. Whatever he you, does. Whatever he's team a, you like. He's a beast, too. Yeah. But they're good. The Nets. The Nets. Sneaky. Sneaky good. Sneaky. Scrappy. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. I think that was a Producer Tim one. That was. I thought they'd be fun. Producer Tim was, was high on the Nets. I was not. Uh, yeah. I, I, think I, I was not them, on the Carousel Vert train. I think I picked them last, didn't I? Yeah. I was not on the Carousel Vert <laughs> train. Uh, yeah, that's been, that's been uh, yeah, been one of the stuff. It, it has been. They're a backcourt only team. <laughs> like they're still Jared Allen. <laughs> yeah, Jared Allen's fine. Just like offensively, he's kind of a moron. Right. Um, defensively, though, he'll he can block with the best of them. Eleven seven and two blocks a game right now. I'm saying two blocks a game. What's up? That's pretty tough. Yeah, he's good at block. Like he's he's good at defense. I think that Jared Allen projects to be like uh, Clint Capella. How about that? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, he's not going to be really like... Clint Capella's good offensively because he's efficient. Right. Because he like he can roll to the rim. Right. And he can and be efficient. He's not like this offensive powerhouse by any right. means, but he can block shots and be efficient. So I think Jared Allen, that's like his ceiling. Right. So. I agree. Lakers. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Um, I was going to say this team is scrappy, but... I'll say, I'll really say just, this. Really just Ingram. Literally. Just Ingram, <laughs> yeah. Ingram and Rondo out there throwing two pieces. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, we had a conversation about that last week, but... The old two piece, they, no biscuit. He hit that two-piece combo. <laughs> no bis- hold the biscuit, please. Hold that biscuit. <laughs> no mashed potatoes, please. Right. So, um, uh, it's really funny. My boss at work um, is actually legitimately best friends with Rondo. Oh yeah, yeah. He grew up in Louisville. Um, he, I worked with my boss in Louisville as well. He grew up with him in Louisville. Uh, of course, Rondo was born in Louisville and went to Kentucky. 
So he's just been friends with him all the time. And uh, my boss reached out to Rondo after the fight. Yeah. And I was like, hey, what really happened? <laughs> Rondo's like, honestly, I was just shit talking to the guy. I didn't mean to spit. If right. I spit, it was unintentional. This is what he said, of course. Not just repeating what he said. He said, if I spit, it was unintentional. But, you know. He got hit with that. Had that, to get it. He had to, he had, <laughs> he had to get it. He got them hands, for yeah. real. So, I mean, um, you could tell, though, that, I mean, I know that this is kind of, we're moving, yeah. but but uh, you could definitely tell he was just talking crap, and oh, yeah. he just it just came out. But, you know, Chris Paul likes to think he's tough, and he got that two-piece served. Are you Extra worried? crispy. Are you, <laughs> are you worried about the Lakers yet? Um... No, I'm I feel not. Like we're going to do this every single week. We will. So Lakers, go, go, ahead and pencil, both NBA yeah. go ahead and pencil this in. Yeah. Lakers talk will be every, every Ske- show. Uh, schedule in, how worried are you about the Lakers yeah. right now? Um, schedule no, in 10? 1 to 10, 3. Okay, that's fair. Um, I think that uh, I think LeBron's still getting to, to getting comfortable. I mean, he had 35 in San Antonio last night, which is more LeBron type. Do you, do you think he's given full effort, though? No, I think what he's doing is he's trying to see how... I think he's trying to see how well those young guys can play if he is not playing at his absolute best. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that that's part of it. I think he's not giving it all... I, I, let me take that back. I think he's playing hard, but I think he's not going full LeBron mode. Right, um, because I think he's trying to figure out what those guys can do and what they can't do, and where he needs to, where he needs to play up or where he needs to play down. Um, a pleasant surprise with that, though, has been um, Lonzo. I think Lonzo Ball has played really well in the absence of Rondo. Um, I believe they moved him into the starting role. Um, I think that uh, I think he's done really well. Um, Kyle Kuzma's played played well, um, and I think that once they get Ingram back, Ingram before he got suspended was playing really well. So I think there's going to be some things where he's trying to learn what those guys do before he goes full LeBron and scores 32-8-8 or 33-8-9 or whatever LeBron's line is going to be. Um, so I think he got a little bit of that last night where he had, it was 35-11-8, and eight, I think. Um so I think that you'll start to get a little bit of that, but I don't know. I, they're, they're, I don't, I'm not worried about them. I still think that they'll end up being eight. So, what is the ideal lineup for this Lakers team? Mm. I would go. I feel like this is the question that like we go through. You know what I mean? I I just I feel like I hear it all the time, and we just go through it, and it's like, wh- yeah. what is the best use of these? You know. Nine players or whatever. Well, JaVale McGee's been good for them, though. JaVale yeah. McGee's been fine. Yeah. Yeah. Been yeah. good, actually. He has yeah. been. But, like... I would... Uh, if, if you like, know that... If you know that Lance and KCP aren't going to be there... Right. I just don't know if it's, like... I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think if you go Lonzo, and you go Hart, and you go Kuzma, and you go... JaVale... LeBron. And LeBron. So no Ingram in the starting lineup. You had Kuzma. Oh, my bad. Ingram. <laughs> Flop him. Okay. Ingram and then Kuzma. Off the okay. My bad. Gotcha. I so then off, he's suspended. So then off the bench, Rondo, KCP, Kuzma. Mm-hmm. And, Lance, and Lance will make Lance, you dance. Yeah. 
Lance McDaniels. Lance McDaniels. Lance McDaniels. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um. So yeah. All right, man. Uh. Other teams you've been you've been interested in keeping an eye on. Any other ones you've been liking? Um. Well, of course, my Pacers. Oh. I mean, my Pacers have been. Dude, did you see the thing about Josh Jackson? I did. Did you guys? I did. I saw that. That is like that is our wheelhouse right there. Yeah. Did you see it? Producer Jim didn't see it. All right. So Josh Jackson uh, was at the Malice of the Palace. He was eight years old. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. I'm a Pistons fan. You're a Pacers fan. Absolutely. We both like the Suns. Josh Jackson's from Flint, so I thought he was going to go to Michigan State. So, yeah. uh, pretty awesome. I remember watching that game live mm-hmm. with my mom when I was younger. So, yeah, a good memory of mine. I'm glad Josh Jackson was part of that memory. <laughs> he was it. He was in it. And also, just proof that if you mess with a Detroit fan, will literally just fight you, they even will. if you're a professional athlete. Fight me, bro. That's where I'm at. <laughs> That's kind of been our thing the whole time. Absolutely. A Detroit Bad Boys. Yeah, as you have a Detroit Bad Boys shirt on. I'm saying. <laughs> They've been known to fight you. Uh, what, do you what, uh, what do you think about Toronto? They play Milwaukee, right? Correct. Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. That's going to be a good one. Um, I, Kyle Lowry is still really good. He's yes. still better than I thought he was going to be. Yes. Um, I don't even know if this is the... Like, if Kawhi's back healthy yet, but he looks, like, borderline unguardable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's really crazy. I, I don't know. Just the whole thing, I didn't think this team would come together as well as they have. No. So, and that's with, like, I don't even think OG Ananobi is, like, a huge part of this team, but I feel like he could be a bigger part of this team. Yeah. And, yeah, Honestly, I'm more interested in Milwaukee. I think I'm ready to put Milwaukee third. Hmm. I think so. First and second are? Toronto and Boston. Okay. And Milwaukee's three. Yeah. I, think, um, I, think I will say this. I, I, I would... I had them flopped. I think I had Pacers three, Milwaukee four. No, yeah. Or did I have Milwaukee 3 and Pacers 4? I can't remember. No, because you had Philly 3. Oh, I had Philly 3. So Milwaukee's said, 5, Mo- Pacers Milwaukee are five, 4. Pacers four. I would definitely put them ahead right now of the Pacers. Okay. Um, and Milwaukee, Philly... Milwaukee, Philly play right now tonight. Who wins? Milwaukee. Okay. Yeah. What if they pl- What if they played four times? Uh, yeah, Milwaukee. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would... That that's would, yeah. that's kind of where I'm at. If you think that Milwaukee would... <laughs> Would win a series. Philly has been kind of. Yeah. I think they need another person. Man. Yeah, I, they're not. They're playing the long game. They are. I, I, I mean, they're not. They're not where I thought they would be. Jimmy Butler to Philly. Ooh. Mark it down. All right. How about this? Hey, shot callers. You heard it here. Jimmy Butler. Who said it last week? To Philly. For. For who? Rocco, and Fultz. Mm. Covington and Fultz, that's eighteen and a half million or so. Because mm. Covington's, I think, ten. Fultz is, I think, eight. There's your eighteen million. You get it back. You could play Fultz at the two if you want. He could be an off guard. That's mm-hmm. fine. He kind of checks out when he's not having the ball, but 
Right. He can play an off guard. Covington will be a wing. I don't know, man. I like it. That's a good fit. I like it. <laughs> I like it. That is a good fit. Yeah. I, I don't know. I like it. But I think Milwaukee is going to be this year's, like, like how the Pacers, I think, last year outperformed themselves. Yeah. I think Milwaukee this year will outperform themselves. Yeah. I, I think that they have... Do you think that we got too hyped on the the Sixers because they went on a 15-game winning streak? Yeah. And if they would have just, like, played their normal pace, they would have won, like, 46 or 7 games? Yeah. Well, I think that was part of it. Um, I think that was... that They, had, they ended on a high streak. Um, and Embiid was... Embiid and Simmons were playing such a high level that I think it carried... It carried over, and we got we got hyped. We got hyped for Milwaukee sure. last year with their horrible trash can of a coach mm-hmm. shot twenty four threes a game at thirty five percent. This year they're shooting thirty nine threes a game at thirty seven percent. Wow! Holy! <laughs> Holy! Wow! That is a lot of extra points. That is a lot of extra points. A lot of spacing. Yes. And if they're spacing that, yeah. Giannis can just drive it. Yeah, and he's gonna he's gonna make things happen. No doubt about it. That's scary. That man. is scary. That is really scary. That's crazy. Chris Middleton is a man looking for a contract. Yes, he is. And he's playing that way too. I'm serious. He's playing he's playing some serious basketball. He is. There's some other stuff that I think we're gonna we're gonna leave for producer Tim. On his very, very great show that he's going to be recording tomorrow. Of course, we're not going to get into Zach Levine because uh, yeah, he's a Bulls guy. He's a Bulls guy. <laughs> we won't get in. We won't get into Kemba Walker. How the Bulls put a have put an emergency wing at the United Center. Yeah, with all their injuries. <laughs> Poor guys. <sighs> it'll one day it'll happen for you. <laughs> Come on, Ben. That time's passed. Oh, man. All right, my man. I think we're going to wrap it up. Yes, sir. It's been another great edition of Shot Callers. Absolutely. Had a good time with you. Oh, absolutely. I'm glad you're back from your wonderful uh, vacation in Detroit. Thank you. You got to see some amazing Detroit history. Yeah. Are you... You got kids. You dressing up for Halloween? Um, I do not dress up. Okay. However, my kids are... They're all in. What are they dressing up as? Um, I think my... Daughter is going as... Uh, How old? She's six. Okay. Going as... Is it Mag- Mag- Magnificent? Magnificent? I don't know. It's one Maleficent? of the... Maleficent? Yeah, Maleficent. Tim knows. Jeez. Um, uh, she's going as her. Um, and my son will be a basketball playing zombie. Whoa! He's real creative like me. Whoa! About to get your son on the pod. <laughs> oh, Basketball yeah. playing zombie. Oh yeah, he loves it, man. Wow. He's getting himself prepared for middle school basketball. So he's Isaiah Thomas. So. Yeah, pretty much. What kind of uh, <laughs> what kind of style does a basketball playing zombie have? Uh, he's got he's gonna have some pretty good style. He's all right. he's all he's all in with the. Uh, We've got a whole bunch of old basketball jerseys, and he's got some face paint he's going to throw on. And Love it. He's he's excited. I'll need to see it. Oh, absolutely. My daughter's dressing up. What she's is she? 16 months. Okay. She's going to be Yoda. 
Nice. Yeah. So, have you guys seen the newest Star Wars? Mm-hmm. I have. Me personally, not yet. Okay. So, the newest Star Wars, Yoda is uh, an absolute maniac in it, and he's just like, <laughs> and he's just like, that is a great Yoda. It, it, that was pretty decent. That was, pretty and he's good. like this tall. So the awesome thing is, I actually don't need to buy my daughter a costume because she's just this tall Absolutely. and she's a maniac. Um, but yeah, we got her a small little Yoda costume. Oh, so that'll be cute. Yeah. We'll post those on the uh, 48 Minutes site. Oh, absolutely. We'll get some Halloween stuff up for you guys. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, uh, appreciate you giving us a listen. Be safe this uh, Halloween weekend. Make sure to eat tons of candy. Absolutely. And uh, make sure you're checking out some uh, some League Pass games and tweeting at us on Twitter at 48 Minutes Network. Uh, we'll be talking to you guys. Appreciate absolutely. it. Basketball, it's my favorite sport. I love the way they dribble up and down the court. (laughs) (laughs) They're playing basketball. We love the basketball. Check, check. Check, check, check. All right, that's actually our new intro.